Hello, I am Prince Harry here to promote my new book, Eight Ball Oak. Sorry, wrong universe. I'm Andy Zaltzman and this is Top Stories. Let's go back to 2008 when Robert Mugabe was still being Robert Mugabe and we turned the bugle focus onto Zimbabwe. Top story this week, Zimbabwe. It seems that plucky overdog Robert Mugabe has finally won the Zimbabwe election that he has been ornately rigging like a Spanish galleon for the last month or so. After Morgan's Fangarai pulled out in protest and in fear of the lives of his supporters, Mugabe is running unopposed. He's running against thin air, but he's not taking any chances, Andy. He's rounded up any thin air that he suspects of disloyalty and has chased large amounts of thin air across the border. In fact, any piece of thin air which isn't visibly carrying a ZANU PF membership card may be subject to detention and interrogation. You're seeing a lot of membership cards blowing around in the breeze in Zimbabwe at the moment, and that's no accident. The air there is terrified. Yes, well, I think even Mugabe's biggest fans would have to concede, John, that through this whole election process, he has acted like a bit of a tit. (laughs) And Britain has finally toppled off the fence on this one and taken the bold, ruthless and world-shuddering step of stripping Mugabe of his honorary knighthood. Apparently, uh, we've stayed clear of this decisive humiliation for Mugabe up until now for two reasons. One, for fear of giving credence to Mugabe's accusations that Britain hates Africa. And two, for fear of anyone noticing that, A, we'd given him an honorary knighthood in the first place, (laughs) and B, that at no stage of the intervening 14 years of despotic megalomania and human rights abuses have we seen fit to rescind it before. But better late than never, John. That's right. I mean, the world has been slow to react to this situation and even slower to give a shit about this tragically unprofitable human rights abuse. But Britain did indeed step up this week and laid the smack down upon Mugabe and his goons. The Queen of England, TM, has taken that knighthood back. Boom! Take that, Bobby. You have just been queen slapped. How does it feel? She just, dro- she just dropped the Liz 2 bomb and it blew up right in your face. Still don't think Britain's doing enough? Step forward the England and Wales Cricket Board, which has announced that it has cancelled Zimbabwe's 2009 tour, saying it shared government concerns about the deteriorating situation and lack of human rights in Zimbabwe. We brought out the big guns, Andy. <laughs> Cricket and the Queen. Cannons don't come bigger in Britain. We've done our bit. Your move, world. That's right. The Queen will actually officially uh, rescind the knighthoods next week. She's travelling to Harare to perform the traditional denighting ceremony in which she will tap Robert Mugabe on both shoulders with a stale baguette whilst muttering, F*** off out of it, big horse, under her breath. <laughs> and also on the subject of the cricket, John, I mean, I think that is disaster for Mugabe because now, without Zimbabwe touring England next summer, he will not be able to use his cricket team as a political pawn, bringing reflected glory to his evil regime by being routinely thrashed by vastly <laughs> superior, better-trained and infinitely better-funded opposition players. To our American listeners who don't uh, follow uh, Zimbabwean cricket, from a sporting perspective, stopping the Zimbabwean cricket team touring England is roughly equivalent to the NFL preventing Lou Harris playing against the New England Patriots. <laughs> Although, I have to say, I would go high on eBay for that ticket. (laughs) Uh, The MDC says that some 86 of its supporters have been killed and 200,000 forced from their homes by militias loyal to ZANU-PF. In response, the government has blamed the MDC for the violence, i.e. killing and driving from home their own supporters. (laughs) Come on, Mugabe, that's not even trying. That is infantile arguing. You have killed supporters of my party. Uh, no, you have. (laughs) 
What? That doesn't even make any sense. You're a tyrant. Oh, am I? Twinkle, twinkle, little star, what you say is what you are. Oh, you got me. <laughs> yeah, poor old Morgan's finger eye must be spinning in his, as we record, and hopefully, as you listen, still empty grave. <laughs> but I guess the record books will only show, John, who won, not how they won. And right. Spanger I lost, and his complaints now are sounding a bit like sour grapes to me. Mugabe in yet another of his hilarious deadpan but searingly ironic victory speeches said, Victory for us does not mean death for the MDC. No, no it doesn't, just, just for its members. <laughs> he has no problem with the organisation itself, just those who belong to it. He's a reasonable man, Andy. You know, if there is an MDC headquarters, he's fine with that. He currently has no quarrel with buildings. There just better not be anyone inside or near it. <laughs> he then went even further by saying, we remain open to discussions with the MDC. And again, that may well be true, but let's be clear. These are the kind of discussions that James Bond has with supervillains who have just captured him. This isn't so much a discussion as a threatening monologue while a laser gets closer and closer to your balls. <laughs> Well, actually, I think the MDC have really got to take a long, hard bath with themselves on this one, John, because they have named themselves very badly the Movement for Democratic Change. They wanted democratic change. Mugabe has given them that democratic change, and really it's their fault that they didn't specify what kind of democratic change they actually wanted. Yeah. And Mugabe has merely <laughs> changed democracy by basically taking all the letters of democracy out and replacing it with the words dictatorship. So it does appear that Mugabe is pretty much a dead cert to win uh, the uh, little-anticipated presidential runoff, which has been so named because that's what all opposition supporters are being forced to do if they ever want to walk again. But apparently uh, early indications show that many voters have heeded the MDC's call to express their opposition by not voting, leading to fears that once all the votes for Mugabe have been counted up, turnout could be as low as 140%. <laughs> Thank you for listening. More classic clips tomorrow. Now go and listen to the latest Bugle in your podcast feed right now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.